Whether your beer is in a bottle, can, or glass, kick back and relax. It's Better on Draft. Welcome, everybody. Episode 329 of the Better on Draft podcast. My name is Ken. Thank you so much for joining us. I truly appreciate it. It is October 13th, Friday the 13th, everybody's favorite spooky holiday. Let's go around and see what everybody is drinking, starting with Wendy. Wendy, what do you got? Well, I took a trip over to Schoolcraft College this week to check out their uh, newly reopened brewery. Um, it's beautiful, and I took some cans home to go. I got a Hefeweizen and a, their 275 Kolsch. Um, one thing I really liked about this can is it's got the wide mouth. I love that because if you're out camping, you don't have to worry about using a glass, um, but you still get the, I can't even think of the word, but. Aroma, aromatics. Of, you get the aromas, you get the aromatics, you get the. Um, less of the bubbles. Less carbonation. <laughs> less carbonation. You release some of that carbonation, so then you're not all gassy when you're drinking it. Well, Dan, it's your time to top that. What are you drinking? <laughs> so I have got um, a Desert Royale. It's a Russian Imperial Stout um, out of Goldwater Brewing here. It's actually pretty good. Now, don't you fret, folks. We did not kick Dennis off the show after one episode. He's already gone. Uh, he is uh, prior he the new record prior engagements. Uh, but we decided to bring Tito back. Tito and I went to the beer festival last weekend at Jimmy John's Field. Had a blast. Tito, what are you drinking right now? Well, today I'm actually I'm I'm double fisting. Uh, so actually ran out to the, these folks yesterday. Went out to Brooks Brewing. Um, and got a one of Hefeweizen. So I got a Brooks Brewing Hefeweizen. And then also in celebration of October 10th being National Black Brewers Day, um, shout out to Donovan over at, uh, over at Arctic Circle. Got his, uh, breakfast in Guatemala going on. It's a coffee stout, which is really, really good. I do have an Arctic Circle beer in my fridge or two of them, but they're both like 10 plus percent. So I'm waiting for someone to at least enjoy that with uh, as nearly all the beers in my fridge are uh, 13 to 15 percent right now with all those odd size that I have, uh, which means that I went to the store and I bought myself a six pack of uh, Arbor Brewing's Oktoberfest. Uh, to follow that up with another Arbor Brewing Oktoberfest and another Arbor Brewing Oktoberfest. So I'm going to be uh, drinking the same beer, just a lot of it today. I haven't even refilled my keg. Got to get it done before Halloween uh, because we do for all the adults in the neighborhood, whether they have kids or not, we have our uh, a beer um, ready to go for them to walk around and drink and, you know, have fun, especially if they got like a little kid and they need to, <laughs> uh, a beer to relax. Sounds like a good time to find a worldwide stout keg that you could put on tap. I, I, first of all, I don't even want to think about how expensive that would be. Um, <laughs> I mean, they don't really keg it anymore. They were selling for less than a hundred bucks for a sixth when they were. So put that out there. I, if I could find it, sure. I don't know who I'm going <laughs> to. You're, you're probably not going to, but if you could, that'd be a great one just because, uh, you know, 18%. 
So uh, I want <laughs> to start off this show today uh, with, with something a little bit different, just because uh, we do not have a guest this week. We're working on getting new guests in the studio uh, to chat, but I wanted to ask you guys a few different questions. Uh, some questions that I found over on everybody's favorite website, reddit.com. And uh, it involves beer, craft beer, and I'm going to start it off very simple and have you guys answer, respond, figure out what you guys believe uh, is, um, you know, if the original poster is in the right or in the wrong. And the first one we're going to go with is, am I the asshole for saying bring your own shit if you don't like it at my party? So I've started only buying cheap beer when we have parties at my house because my the person's boyfriend has some friends who never bring their own booze i'm totally fine with hosting and having stuff for everyone but there's been several times where the people who come drink literally everything we have and not bringing any of their own to share with everyone else last night i bought a 30 rack of hams for 14 dollars, and a bunch of people were like this is disgusting this is so gross and i got tired of them complaining and said you can bring your own shit if you don't like it stop complaining Am I the asshole for doing this? Uh, I'm going to start with Wendy here. Absolutely not. Why? Why? Um, because I know that there's a lot of people that do that. Um, I was always taught you bring something. So I do have a couple of friends. I have one friend who hosts all the time. And when I first started bringing stuff, she would kind of be like, I have so much stuff here. Please stop bringing things. But now that it's been going on a few years that she's been hosting these parties, um, I don't think that she's as disappointed when I bring things. And I always try to bring things that not necessarily I would drink, but that other people at her house would drink. So, um, I, no, I, I think if you want to drink something specific, you should bring your own and not complain about what's offered. They don't have to give you beer. Hell, they don't even have to invite you. Dan, what do you think? I don't know. I think you're an asshole for buying hams. That seems like kind of like a dickhead move. So, like, yeah, so you can come over. I have hams. The, like, the particulars what? you have issues with is the fact that they bought a 30 rack of hams to make a point. Yeah, that's yeah, that's like what? Yeah. You wait. So this isn't you, right? This isn't no. This is this, this is, is some, someone else. No, no, no. You've you've been to my house plenty of oh, times. Yeah. I'm like here, drink anything, like everything. I think they're an asshole for doing the doing the hams. You could have got something a little bit better, you know. But other than that, no. Like I'll always spring stuff if I want something specific. But damn, don't don't be that kind of guy. Like here's your here's your Milwaukee's best ice or whatever the fuck you're doing. Like get out of here. You know, Nick would like that if he was having a bad day. Of course, no, that's Ice House. Ice House. Sorry. Where he decides to punish himself. <laughs> so you, the, you, if they were to just bought like Coors Light or something, like a uh, 30 yeah. rack of the Silver Bullet, you would have been fine. Yeah, absolutely. Tito. I'm, I'm with Dan. I think he's an asshole for getting the hams. I mean, at least could have went Labette's or something, Anything. you know? <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I honestly, I'm with Andy, with Wendy. I would, I bring, I bring wherever I go. You know, if, if somebody's inviting me over, I'll at least bring something and not necessarily is what I would go to first, but what everybody would most likely drink. And I do that even now, you know, uh, 
go out and visit family or whatnot. And I know my family isn't really big in the craft uh, craft beer, so I will bring stuff on the lighter side just to get them to try it. You know, see how see how they like it. Um, they may like it, and you know, starting to maybe become their new favorite. So, so I that's, I'm I agree with both Wendy and Dan. I mean, yeah, you're, he's an asshole for getting the hams. At least we'll do, like I said, do a Labatt's or something like that. I mean, come on. I am the type of person where if somebody is hosting, I will either bring something that they like. Um, or if worse comes to worse, I just bring the stuff that I want to drink and then take home the stuff that I don't drink. Are you the asshole for like bringing back your leftovers, like your extra cans and not leaving them? Or like, I, I always thought it was like courtesy to, to leave your extra cans for the next party or for the next get together for the host. Um, but for me, like I usually just bring them cause I know the host isn't going to drink what I'm bringing. Right. If, they're, if I know they're not going to drink what I'm bringing, I'll just take it back with me. I mean, there's no sense in leaving it there and letting them, you know, letting it go to waste. So I if I'm, a, oh, go on, Wendy. I do have a friend that when I bring wheat beers over to their house, they're like, take that nasty shit with you because they're gluten free. <laughs> so um, those ones I tend to take with me. But for the most part, if I bring something and I we don't drink it, I will leave it there. All right. So I think we're all in agreement that the the poster is an asshole for buying the hams. Um but but not an asshole for having better expectations from their friends. No, that's fair. I agree. Right, that. that's fair. Yep. All right. I guess. We're we're going to get into uh, uh a little bit further. We're going to get into a brewery. Uh many of us have been to breweries. Many of us have been to breweries where they ha- you have brought your own food. Uh, so am I the asshole for bringing fast food into a brewery? The other night there was a get together, six other friends to discuss an upcoming vacation. We decided to go to a brewery, which also sells food. Not that this is relevant, but this place just opened up and put another brewery out of business that didn't serve food. I feel like they, they brought it up to try to be relevant, uh, and encourage bringing outside food. The drinks there are good, but the food is overpriced for context. It's a large open area, very much a bar setup, but with a few tables, they describe themselves as a craft brewery and eatery. My wife and I intended to get drinks there, but didn't want to pay for food. So we got Taco Bell. We started eating. And before two minutes go by, a manager comes over and loud enough that pretty much everyone in the bar can hear uh, says, hi, I'm the manager here. And I just wanted to talk a bit about restaurant etiquette. We work really hard on the food here. So bringing someone else's food is like a slap in the face. So I'm going to ask you to stop eating that after the waitress completely ignored us and didn't give us a chance to order drinks. I get it that it is rude to bring food to a place that serves food, but again, it's a bar, so the emphasis is on the drinks. Plus, there was a big group of us, so most of them ordered food and drinks, and then after the manager embarrassed us, they ignored us, so we just had to sit there watching everyone else eat and drink. I don't think it was unfair that we were asked to stop eating, but I do think it was unprofessional to be so loud about it and ignore us afterwards. Am I the asshole? 100 percent absolutely <laughs> absolutely come on who does that like, right. you know, 100%. You, yeah you know if you're going to a place that serves food you're not going to bring taco bell right. and they're going to get mad at you for doing it like come on and, and no matter how many mad, times you say it's a bar they yeah. still serve food which makes them a restaurant 
It's not like they're serving like just charcuterie or like, you know, bag pretzels. Like apparently yeah. they're serving like real regular. Yeah, it's not food. like they just got a popcorn machine sitting in the back. Come on. <laughs> yeah, like if you were going to like Sellerman's or something like that, sure. Yeah, bring your own food. It's whatever. Sure, they have popcorn or, you know, bag chips, but I I cannot believe like the audacity, like to to put it in there, the audacity of this person too. Uh, bring in Taco Bell to a brewery of all things. Taco Bell. Not just like, to a brewery, but to a brewery that serves food. Because if it right. is a brewery where they encourage you to bring in your own food, that's completely different. That wouldn't even be a question. But they knew that they, they knew going food. in that they serve mm-hmm. food. Yeah. They just didn't yeah. want to pay for that food. Yeah. When you first Which, explain this, oh, go ahead, Wendy. I'm sorry. Taco Bell is ridiculously expensive right now anyways. So why the why the fuck wouldn't you just pay $15 for a decent burger <laughs> instead of paying $15 for three tacos and a salad? In defense Sorry. of the in the defense of the asshole, this was 4 years ago this was posted. That doesn't okay. change. That it. doesn't matter. I'm, I'm just changing, up, updating the relevance of, you know, the cost of the Taco cost. Bell yeah. in 2019 versus 2023. Yeah, that was a big difference. I I just could not believe when I was reading that uh, earlier today. I'm like, how can someone just bring in their own? Like, that would just be bringing in your own food to any restaurant. Yeah. there's yep. there. I think there's a time and place for it. And I think it's if you got like a maybe a three-year-old. And uh, oh, that that's three, different. Yeah, like it's it's because that three year old's not going to eat anything, and you need the three year old to behave. So you bring in a, a thing of Cheerios and Cheez Its, and they're happy. Um, not together, obviously. You eat them separate. <laughs> you don't want to accidentally put Cheez Its in milk. I, I will. I will venture to say. I mean, well, if if that's all your kids are eating, we need to talk about some parenting uh, skills here. Um, but <laughs> I I don't but have any kids. In the, so. in the case of you know somebody may have particular allergies or stuff, something like that. So in though in that type of case, then yeah, you may want to bring your own food in, but at least go talk to the manager or go talk to somebody ahead of time, you know, that you're coming, that you have a particular allergy or this I'm allergic to certain types of food. So is it okay if I bring this in, you know, that may be okay, but you got to go talk to them. Just, just going because you know, just cause you don't want to pay for their food. I mean, that's, yeah, that's an asshole. Move right there. Whipping out the taco bell. Like, <laughs> I, I can't, I don't know. I would call someone out if I saw that and then they get mad because they were called out about it. At least like, eat it in the car and then go in and have drinks. Yeah. I mean, geez. <laughs> yeah, just, oh, yeah, we ate on the way here. Like, yeah, eat on the, between the Taco Bell and the brewery. Go eat it. Like, yeah. no one would have cared if you were sitting there drinking and not eating. Yep. So you got your Doritos Lowe's tacos or whatever they're called. Well, everyone else is eating brewery food. God, I hate these people. It sounds to me like they had an axe to grind with the fact that they put their favorite brewery out of business, and that's really what it came down to. Well, all they did is get like, like basically banned that day for being idiots. So I don't think right. anyone cared. So the original user, I don't know if it was a throwaway, uh, deleted the their account, um, but they do <laughs> they do have a postscript here after they got called an asshole. 
And it says, after a lot of negative feedback, I just wanted to clarify, we got the Taco Bell in the first place because that's what we were used to doing at the old place and didn't really consider beforehand that it might be a rude thing to do. None of our friends thought anything of it either. Bullshit. Um, (laughs) Once we were told to put it away immediately, we immediately did. In the OP, I did make it seem like we brought it 100% because the food was more expensive there, but that had very little to do with it at any time. We got the TB, the Taco Bell out of habit, realized they served food while we were already in line, but decided because the atmosphere, it wasn't really a big deal. I wrote the original post the way I did because I was focused on what happened afterwards and didn't consider to be important information. So this person's like legit upset that they just got called out for being a terrible person. Uh, I guarantee no one defended them. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure nobody did. (laughs) And why? Why would you like your friends probably didn't just didn't want to upset you because you're like, you know. Yeah. They didn't want to ruin the friendship over Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, let the restaurant do it. At that point, be like, all right, bring your Taco Bell. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if one of her friends went over and tipped them off. Like, hey, they got Taco Bell over there. <laughs> Somebody asked the waitress, do you have a Taco Bell like right. in the kitchen? <laughs> Like that one commercial that that an athlete that has the Taco Bell in his house. <laughs> I don't know if you guys seen that or not. I haven't. I I'll, I'll yeah. always remember um, uh, Richie Rich with the McDonald's in the house. Yeah, it's a new, re- relatively newer set of commercials from Taco Bell. They actually have one set up in his house, so he can get Taco Bell whenever he wants. <clears throat> All right, folks, I got one more for you. Am I the asshole for calling out a woman at the brewery? It's a very specific oh title. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's not what Realize- we did so far. <laughs> My husband and I meet with a group of friends, eight people total, every Friday. We choose a brewery and meet there for a couple of beers and play games. Cards Against Humanity, Uno, Trivial Pursuit. Just a fun night with friends and an all-around good time. We are all in our 30s and 40s. Some of us have small kids and and others are empty nesters. It's an adult only thing. So the friends in the group that have small kids get babysitters so that we can have adult time. We went to the brewery last week. It's about an hour and a half drive for four out of the eight of us. And we wanted to try for almost a year. My husband and I got there first and found a large picnic table that was close to the bar. And while we waited for our group to get there, it was basically two large picnic tables side by side, communal seating. And you could easily fit our group on one table and another group on another table. While we were waiting, a woman approached us and asked if she and her group could take the other side of the table. We told her yes. And she singled signaled for her friend partner. He came to the table and had an infant carrier and was holding the hand of a toddler. I immediately looked at my husband and said it would have been nice of her to mention that they had kids with them. A few minutes later, after they sat down, the rest of the group, six people in total, come to the table and each of them had kids with them. One of the kids, who was about two to three years old, was screaming to be put down and immediately started running when they did. I was pretty upset and told the woman that it was not cool for her to not even mention that their entire group had small children and that there were plenty of other tables that could have accommodated them in the tap room. They ended up moving tables, but not 
not after the friend partner of the first woman said it was not cool of me to make them move tables. My husband said I was out of line, and when he told this to our friends, they were split with half of them agreeing that it was okay for them not to say anything about the kids, and the others saying that there is no rule against having kids in the tap room, so I should have just let it go. Am I the asshole for calling out a woman at the brewery? Uh, well, Dan, you started the second one. Wendy, I asked you for the first one. Tito. <clears throat> It depends. It depends. Okay. How unruly were these kids? I mean, yeah, just put the kid down and just starts running all over the place. I mean, yelling, screaming. Okay. You got to get control of your kid here. Um, Just calling her out for not saying something, not mentioning they had kids before they sitting down. No, I don't think, I don't think that you need to disclose that it's just kind of my party sits here. It's a, you know, it's probably like a, a brew house type tap room where, you know, it's open seating. You can sit wherever you want to sit. I mean, a la, you know, Griffin claw, you know, their brew house, you can sit anywhere in there. I mean, they got tons of those picnic style tables. Um, <clears throat> so no, I don't think, I don't think, well, it's yes. I think she's an asshole for calling them out afterwards and being upset because they didn't mention that they had kids. If the kids were being ruly, no, she's she's perfectly fine. They need to get control of their kids. That's my opinion. But. Uh, Wendy, you and I are the only ones without kids here. Um, what's your <laughs> thoughts? We're the empty nesters. So, first of all, the title that they gave was definitely misleading. Um, I don't make this, the rules. I just I know. Them. I'm just saying the title was definitely <laughs> misleading. Um, and I would have been pissed about that when I was reading it. I'm not going to lie. Um, this, my second point though, would be, I know. Yes. She's an asshole because she did say, yes, it's okay. Um, I don't think that they would need to tell them that they have kids. I guess I do think that the other lady is kind of an asshole that they picked a table next to somebody who was already there when there were other tables where it could have been just them. Um, but again, I don't really know what happened. Like, were the kids really unruly? Were they, you know, did they feel like they couldn't act like they normally would? Cause the kids were there. I guess I don't, I can't really say either way. Yeah. I wouldn't have done, I would have let them sit there though. And while I might've been annoyed, I might've just moved our table instead of saying something to them unless it was the kids were being too unruly. Dan. Yeah, they're an asshole. Uh, <laughs> nobody's under any obligation when they come into any public place to be like, oh, by the way, I have kids. Who does? Have you ever had that happen? No. Like, uh, no, I've never told anyone either, but I also. Well, no, you know what I mean? You're No one's under an obligation to tell you they have kids. It's a public place. Um, kids are allowed there. Yeah, I agree with Tito. They need to keep them under control. You don't need like snot nosed brats running around screaming. But if I walk in, you know, God, my kids are teenagers. They wouldn't show up in public with me anyways. But if they were still <laughs> little, um, I'm not under an obligation to like about to sit down at a table like, oh, by the way, I got two kids. Like, no, right. no, like you move like screw, basically screw yourself. If you really think like I have to bow to your needs at a place like just they're trying to do my own thing. Like, and you do your own thing. Stop worrying about what everyone else is doing. 
All right. Well, they've added some extra context after the fact. (laughs) Uh Oh, this was not a restaurant. This was an actual brewery tap room that brews and serves its own craft beers. Where I live, they are forbidden by state law to serve food of any kind. The only non-alcoholic drink they are legally permitted to serve is water, and that is required by state law to be provided free of charge. The tap rooms that we go to that allow children families have a separate area that is for the families only. This one did not. Also, for those that keep asking why we did not move, had we known that this group had children, we would have moved. No questions asked. They moved before we had the chance to even get up and switch tables. I never asked them to leave or move. I only told the woman who originally asked us if she could have the table that it would have been nice of her to let us know they had kids. Lastly, I have children myself. The conversations we have, games we play are oftentimes not kid friendly. I do know of any parent, do not know of any parent who would want to have their kids listen to a group of adults playing cards against humanity or how an emesis bag leaked and ruined a pair of shoes. So we are absolutely would have moved because we would not want little ears to hear inappropriate things. Is this still an asshole? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't change it. Nope. <clears throat> you can flip it around just because you say that she was she should have told her that, you know, they were had kids in their party. Well, she should have told them they were gonna be playing, you know, naughty adult games. So even <laughs> if even if they didn't have kids, they may not want to hear all that anyway. You don't know who or how yeah, what that right? person is about, you know? So <laughs> here's the thing too, if these other bars have family areas, go to one of those. Exactly. Like, you don't want to be around kids. There you go. I uh, I I always remember Matt Bush having like such a crazy, um, you know, uh, feeling when he, he wants to talk about kids and breweries. Oh, yeah. He's like, get these kids out of here. I'm going to trip them. I'm going to, you know, destroy them, I guess, like whatever Matt Bush would come up with for his commentary. Uh, for sure. But I, yeah, I, I don't think you need to tell someone that you have kids, but if your kids are acting like shit, you need to be self-aware of that. Like there's, there's having kids and then there's um, ag- like not acknowledging that the kids are not being chip bags. Like I, I think there there is a line, but I don't think this the the woman with kids crossed any line or anything like that for just the sole purpose of having kids. I hope Matt Butch never goes to right brain because he would have a meltdown like oh, instantly. For sure. Same with Pete support if he came out this way. He would lose his shit so fast. And they want those kids there. It's like set up to have kids running around and everything. I mean, that's just just like most of the breweries that sell food nowadays. You're going to see some kids there. It it, Mm -hmm. it really doesn't matter if they got a a kitchen on premise. You're going to see some kids there. I think it's kind of don't anymore. Yeah, it's it's turned into the um, I mean, I can't tell you how many times like I, I, I talk about going to the gathering place whenever I'm in Troy. I grew up going to the gathering place because I would have to go there with my dad after a softball games or after a bowling night. And I I was not like 
there to cause a ruckus or anything like that. Like, you know, be rowdy. Like I would get, not only would I get yelled at by my dad, I get yelled at by all his teammates. And that, that probably <laughs> scarred me. There's a reason I go to therapy. Um, that might be one of them too. I have to tell you, I used to feel a lot differently about kids in bar in, in breweries. Um, it used to really annoy me um, until I started taking care of my grandma and I have to take her with me a lot more places because now I'm a little more sympathetic to the families that are the parents that are bringing their kids with them. Um, one, because it is expensive to have babysitters all the time. Um, two, because they just want to spend time with their kids too, you know, and there's no reason they can't do it at a brewery as opposed to Applebee's. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. The, the tap room I go to all the time, you'll see kids, you'll see dogs, like, it's a welcoming place. I'm glad there's not a person like the, who wrote this story because they'd probably be asked to leave if they did that. I can tell you right <laughs> now, when my family go on, we're out somewhere. We're trying to figure out someplace we want to go eat. Right now, my, my kids, their first, their first choice is a brewery just because they know the food is good. You know, I mean, just the type of food. They, and they love going to breweries just for the food. And then let's face it, you know, how many, I know everybody on this panel has had that thought when you see those rowdy kids, I'm going to trip that little bastard. I know everybody's <laughs> had that thought. <laughs> I'm just saying. I got kids and I've had that thought too, so. <laughs> Can you mute it? It's like having the thought, thought is perfectly fine. Just don't act on it. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, friends, uh, as we continue, I do not have any more uh, asshole posts for today. I'm going to save those for later. Uh, but for those of you who do not know, we have been doing this show since 2015. That's right. Eight years long, over 400 episodes. Uh, all of them great for the most part. Uh, some of those first few are definitely a little too drunk for sure. Um, I don't know if I'd go listen to them, but go check out some of our older episodes. But I want to test you guys. You guys have all, you were all living in Michigan in 2015. So I am quizzing you and I am going to bring in a, a little scoreboard that I have. Oh boy. Uh -oh. And it's, it's not a scoreboard between the three of you. You are a collective. You're going to be working together. And I want you guys to tell me, uh, looks like I blew it up just a little too much. Uh, the top 15 breweries in the state of Michigan in 2015. Oh, boy. This is by production, not by sales numbers. By but barrels? This is, yes, barrels. Okay. But this is 2015. And we're just going to go one, two, three, one, two, three uh, for you guys to guess. But yes, 2015. We'll start with Wendy. This is craft beer. So give me. Do you? Do you I don't know, know when Bell's became not craft beer. I would like say Bell's two years ago. Bell's Brewery, yes, number two for sure. Uh, we do have. Uh, excuse me, no, Bell's was number one. Bell's was number one that year. Dan, it's got to be Founders. Number Founders, two. correct. Founders is in fact number two. Tito. Who do you think? I, I, you don't have to go for number three. You could just go any of yeah, the rest. Uh, New Holland. New Holland, number five. Oh, wow. 
Go back up to Wendy. Wendy. Uh, shorts. Shorts. Number four. You guys are getting all the easy ones. What is number three in 2015? Remember, you don't have to go with number three. You can just pick a different one. Who? I can't even remember breweries from 2015. <laughs> Ooh, I have no idea. I am drawing a blank here. Give me some ideas. Uh, well, no. skip me. I'm not talking about yeah. you, Ken. Carrot course, Roke. Yeah. Oh, Roke. Yeah. All right. Roke is actually number 14. Wow. Tito. Coonan. Uh, Coonan, not on the top 15. Not on top 15. Okay. Nope. I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and I don't even see. Oh, there you go. Coonan is 28. Okay. Oh, wow. So they were they were producing uh, some big numbers in the 20. They were doing 2,600 barrels in 2015. And in 2022, they did 878. The fall of Kunin for sure. Yeah. Not fall, but <laughs> obviously more people are taking their space within uh, craft beer buying. Uh, so no Kunin, Wendy. Uh, let's go with Dark Horse. Dark Horse is on there. They were not. Uh, they were split at that time. Number six, though. So you still have that number That's three number missing. Three. Dan, just think of all the production beers that you I'm going to say Brew Detroit. Brew <laughs> Detroit is not on here. No. Not. Okay. <laughs> not. Uh, I don't the even know if they were. production beers that you just bought. What production beers did I just buy? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How oh, many cases? Oh, oh. God. <laughs> we'll use it. You're up next. Go. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, then Tito, you're yeah. up. Go. Um, I'm going to say Odd Side. Coming in with Bats McGee in the Twitch to Oddside Ales. That is going to be on there. Oddside's number 13. Oh, Remember, this oh. is 2015. So think back to 2015. What were you drinking? What were you buying at Zatuna Liquor in Rochester Hills, just south of them 59 on Rochester Road? Or Dan, I mean, you were probably walking over to 8 Degrees Play-Doh in yeah. Ferndale at that time. Didn't Wendy, a lot of Michigan stuff, though. Uh, Perrin. Perrin, oh. not on the list. Ah. Uh, I don't know where they are. Um, it's kind of bleeding my eyes right now looking, but it doesn't look good um, for, for where <laughs> they were, at least in 2015. Uh, Dan? Well, I think Wendy left this for me. Rochester Mills. The production. Yes. Rochester Mills. Let's see here. They are actually number 16. Oh, geez. <laughs> wow. Just, Just outside. outside. Yep. Meaning you got oh. plenty more to go. Y'all are missing some very, very easy ones. I know. Atwater? At, oh, yeah. I was just about to say Atwater. Atwater Brewing. Shatwater that is number three. number three. Atwater. Okay. Did I just jump in front of you, Tito? You did. Yeah. I'll, you, I'll take All credit right, for ahead. it. Don't worry about it. I'll take Doesn't credit for matter. it. Your turn. <laughs> I, I will give you a hint. Number seven is a defunct brewery. Ooh. No. No longer exists. The rest still exist. 
Whose turn is it? Anybody's turn. I don't care now. We've gone through a few cycles. Start start shotting it out. Defunct? I would say Black Lotus. It is not Black Lotus. Black Lotus was a brew pub. They did not have any distro. Oh, gotcha. So there is no, I don't think there was any way that they were going to be able to get in here. Makes sense. Yep. Oh, what was that one Michigan beer company? The one in the church? No. Yes, so you're you're thinking Michigan Brewing Company, but they defuncted in 2012. Yes. What about Ellison? Ellison not on here. Okay. What about Dragon Mead? Not on here. <laughs> All right. Let's think. Um let's 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 get in here. Let's give you some hints. We'll start with Wendy and I'll give Wendy a hint, see if I can lead her into it. Um, or you know what? We're gonna start with Dan. Dan, Daniel. I'm gonna Daniel. go with Bats McGee. Let's say Saga Tuck. Uh Saga Tuck, number eleven, Bats McGee doing better than you guys. Yep. <laughs> In our Twitch channel. Uh, so then I will give uh, Tito a hint. Tito a hint. Where is my list? I keep losing my list trying to go back and forth. All right. Um, you know what? You you guys are missing the 51st state. Upper hand? Upper hand? No, that's that would be under bells. Oh. 50. 51st state. 51st, 51st Brewing? No, no, no. Nope. I'm just Ordoc? giving you. Yeah. Uh, it is not Ordoc. You guys are guessing all the wrong ones in the UP. <laughs> Tequamanon Falls Brewing? No. Definitely no. not them. Oh, either. um. Blackrock. Black, yeah. Yes, Blackrock. All right, Black Rocks, number 15. Number 15. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Wendy. Wendy. Yes. How much uh, did, what what did we drink on the 300th episode? The party, the show. Oh, Griffin Claw. Griffin Claw? On number eight. Oh, wow. Number eight. Um, we've got, let's see here. This this right here. This one, number 12. Tito, I'm going to help you out here. Okay. It's not Arbor Brewing, but think of like all the Ann Arbor area breweries. What do you think would be in there? Homes. Not exactly. Not homes, but um, what is that one? Wolverine? Wolverine's not in there. Not in there? No, no, no. Think, uh, you know, you, you got the sourness with homes, but what's a brewery that would have a lot of maybe sours? Comes oh. in big bombers. It might even have like a Santa Claus representing it because he's very jolly. Jolly pumpkin. There we go. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> jolly pumpkin. Wow. Like leading a horse to water and then shoving his face in there. <laughs> Northern United Brewing, Jolly Pumpkin, North Peak, uh, all those breweries. So we still have a defunct brewery, a UP brewery, and a West Side brewery. Okay, uh, for the West Side, let me take a stab at this. Um, I'm going to say Right Brain. So no, because that's in the 
the northern part the of the side. state. Still the west side of the state. <laughs> no. Traverse City, nobody calls the, Traverse City the west, west side as of the as you can get. Traverse no, City is no. definitely considered up north, no matter where you live in Michigan. <laughs> hey, even even Rob calls that up north. That's up up well, north. Okay, that's that's <laughs> because it's north of 14 Mile. Okay, I think, I think we need to fire one of you and bring in um, Bats, Bats McGee. McGee. Arcadia. Oh, yeah. Defunct one. Uh, Arcadia is, in fact, the defunct one. Bats McGee rolling hard. He really uh, is. I want to go with Kiwana. number Kiwana. nine. That is. Uh, I mean, is, is that is that the West Side, Dan? Can I that guess is, the West Side? I mean, it, is. it is. Can I guess the uh, West Side one is Bree Vivant? It is not Vivant, and okay. um. <laughs> Kiwana is still around selling pints for like $3 a pint. Um, yeah, I went in there and thought it was a mistake when I got my bill. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I had like three beers and I got a six pack to go. Why is it only like $15? <laughs> All right. Number 10, this is the west side. The west side of the city. Not Traverse City. They did <laughs> distro. They distroed in bottles. Um... Are they, they still around? They are still around. They are very, very west side. When you think west side, go Kalamazoo and go west. Oh, um. I would just have the Pet Shop Boys song in my head. Is it Mitten Brewing? Greenbush. Uh, not, not Mitten Brewing. Wendy finishes it. Greenbush. Nice. Greenbush. Greenbush, number 15, or number 10, excuse me. The 10th largest brewery was, in fact, Greenbush, as I'm getting there to get it. They did 10,000 barrels that year. Wow. Wow. This year or last year, they did 1,605. Whoa. What happened? Uh, Well, their top year was 2014 with 16,000 barrels. They started in 2011 with 300 barrels. Um, So they exploded and uh, just kind of... uh, yeah, went went very, very low. I think uh, one of the big things is when there's more choices. So obviously there's a lot more distro. There's a lot more choices. Whereas in 2015, you know, there was a lot of green bush on the shelves. There was. Um, people were buying it and it was getting distroed. Uh, but yeah, this was kind of like the start of their, their slowdown. And yeah, that's where they are now is at 1600 barrels. I uh, couldn't tell you even what rank they are. Um off the top of my head, uh, I do, however, have on the Better On Draft website. Uh, they're 41 in the state right now. Greenbush has a very happy style, too. So a lot of their beers are a little more bitter than um, I think people like now with the New England IPA craze. Yeah, that that West Coast IPA, hoppy, piney, like nobody really is feeling it these days. They kind of want that juicy beer. Maybe um, in Michigan. West Coast uh, are big out here these days. Yeah, I obviously I think it, that's definitely also going to be very uh like I was going to say territorial um based on where you're living um and what you want cuz I mean here we're uh we're buying what's that stupid fucking beer? Buffalo, not flying Buffalo, uh, Bourbon County. Bourbon like County. we, we buy it and we get it off the shelves day one, but we don't care about, you know, anything else. So I don't know. 
Dan, you're saying that they love West Coast out there? Yeah, as far as what? IPA goes, yeah. Yeah, I I can't even tell you the last time somebody made like a, a West Coast style IPA here in Michigan. Um, oh, yeah. like when you'll you- see, especially Stone, it's a big one you see out here too. Like everywhere probably has it. Wendy, you're still seeing West Coast at breweries? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't pay attention. They don't always to call them West Coast anymore. They just call them IPAs, but. <laughs> They're the West Coast style. But they are They're the IPAs and then the hazies are the hazies. Yeah. New England. Yep. Yeah. They don't call them any IPAs as much anymore either. They're all hazy IPA or juicy yep. IPA. Yeah, juicy. Uh, well. That is going to do it for episode 329 of the Better On Draft podcast. If you're listening live, we will be back in about 10 minutes or so uh, at 8.15 Eastern for the news segment. So stay tuned. And no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's Better On Draft. Have a good night. Cheers.